This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This is the Nakuda podcast. <clears throat> We've started doing in the Al Sheikh Shul in the old city of Tzvas, uh, based on the uh, famous classic work Nesivas Oilam by the Maharal of Prague. Uh, this is the second uh, podcast on this theme, and I'm just starting it out here in my home studio, uh, first of all, because I neglected to push the start button at the beginning of the of the shear, of the lecture, and um, so I have to make up for some of that at the beginning. And uh, also just to say that um, this is a bit of a uh, change in our format in the sense we're not dealing with the Parsha. We did that for we're already into our second year on that, and I felt it was time to uh, maybe go in a little different direction. Um, if anybody wants to send some feedback, I'd be happy to get it. Uh, info at nikuda.org. At any rate, um, this uh, section is dealing with the Nesiv HaToyra. Uh, we talked about last time the idea of paths, that Toyra is taking us in a, in a specific Pathway, uh, it's a it's a journey, um, and each of the nesivas that he's dealing with is on a different subject. Torah is kind of the overriding thirty third path that encompasses uh, includes all the other ones. So this is kind of uh, to give an idea of what's um, an overview on on uh, what this whole thing is about. Um, I just wanted to to emphasize that the idea of going on a particular path is we think of it in terms of kind of restriction, in terms of, of, of focus, of staying on the path, being perseverant, you know, uh, not deviating from a certain um, norm, a certain certain middle road that's been established by the tradition, and um, and being true to that and not trying to uh, go to any particular extreme. Uh, or deviate from that path in a, in a way that could get us into trouble of getting totally lost. Uh, but I also wanted to mention that the other aspect of a path is, is that once you're on it, and if you just stick with it and don't deviate you know, too much one way or the other, uh, if you stick on it, stick with it, um, you're guaranteed pretty much to get to the destination after all of that. And since Yiddishkeit is talking about um, a... Uh, a goal of getting somewhere. And it was we were talking about a, a, a trajectory which is going to take us into the world to come, which is a totally different type of world, the world the way Hashem originally intended it to be. Uh, the world as we see it today is kind of an interim stage uh, going from this imperfected uh, condition that we're in now to a perfected stage where everything is um, the way it's supposed to be, let's say. Uh, and we really have no way of knowing what that looks like because it probably is not anything the way like the way we see the world today. Um, and Hashem hasn't really let us know uh, exactly what that is. 
So it's simply a matter of trusting him and saying that uh, we're going to follow him no matter what. Uh, the, but the, the, the encouraging aspect, the reassuring aspect of it is, is that we don't have to worry about how to get there because Hashem is basically saying, I'm showing you with the way, with the Torah itself, the Torah is my mode of communication, my way of, of, of showing you and communicating to you that derech, that that way to get there. And if you stick with it, you will eventually get there. You, you know, this life or, you know, after the resurrection, whatever it is, it, it's leading there. And all you have to do is what you're, what you're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, I guarantee you, it'll be good. It's, it, you're going to you know, thank you for it later on. It's going to, it's, it's all going to work out. So that's, that is the reassuring part. The, the, the uh, kind of dissettling part of it, unsettling part of it is that we don't know what that is. And he's not really telling us, but on the other hand, he can't, can't really tell us because we wouldn't understand it anyway because it's so different from, from our, our current experience. There's certain aspects of it maybe that we can understand and, and, and through, you know, uh, mishulim, uh, uh, parables and metaphors and, and hints and all kinds of things. But a direct uh, description of what it's going to be like is impossible. So it's again, comes down to ba- a basic trust and a basic... Um, uh, Willingness to um, to just put ourselves into something totally without really knowing what it's going to be. Um, so that's the idea that this is. Uh, he's talking here about number one. He says in, in, in quotes a, a pasuk of Mishle, Yismoich divrei libcha shemor mitzvaysai vechayei, which interprets to mean as Shlomo Melch is, is saying in, in Mishle that. Um, if you listen to my words, Dvorai will be a tamicha, it will be a support for your heart. And if you keep my mitzvahs, you will be able to live. So the meaning of that is that the life that we are, we, 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 first of all, Hashem knows what we need because he created us. Therefore, he knows how to support us. He knows what to put in the toyer in order for our heart to be supported and be, be given all the support that it needs. So we don't have to worry about that. He understands us better than we understand ourselves. So that's one thing that we, that we uh, accept uh, to begin with, that the Torah is the way to, to uh, get that kind of support. The other thing is, is that question of what is life? What does life mean? What is life about? So that's the idea that life itself is, uh, is in the hands of Hashem. And life was created by Hashem, and life was created with a certain vision in mind, and certain, a certain purpose in mind, and a, a tachlis, and uh, something that we're working towards. And only, again, only He knows what that is. So the very definition of life itself is in His hands, and the Torah is the way to get there. So without Torah, we can't possibly know what that what that way is. Uh, the other thing I was uh, wanted to. Uh, uh, deal with here is the idea of what is the Torah itself. And we have been, you know, throughout the ages uh, from the beginning of the Torah, the giving of the Torah itself, there have been disagreements uh, in various historical periods about what the Torah really is. So it's very easy to get um, sidetracked and to not understand that the Torah is really one unity. So what problem that we have is that we don't really know what the Torah itself is. Uh, 
the the Tzedoikim and the, the Prushim had different uh, ideas about what the oral Torah is about. Um, the uh, Karaites later on had a, a different approach to Torah. Um, and then later on, you had the, when the Haskalah, the Enlightenment uh, started, we had, you know, the Reform movement came on the scene and the, the Neologans and, and, the, uh, and the conservative movement and all these different groups that had different concepts of what the Torah is. And more, most recently, the, the biggest problem has been that a lot of people think that the Torah is just something that you can take piecemeal, you can uh, take those parts of it that you, you can cut it up you know, into pieces and take parts of it that you like, that you don't, that, that the things that you relate to, the things that you don't feel are too difficult. Uh, you can just you know, take a kind of a piecemeal approach um, things that you think are relevant, things that you think are, are meaningful to you specifically, and you're not taking it as a uh, complete package. The problem with that is that when we talk about the Kabbalah Satoya, the fact that we accept Torah as an all, as a, as a, as a yoke, as something which is, um, which is a commitment and, a com- and also a covenant between us and Hashem, it's more or less... Um, something that has to be taken seriously as a, a, a complete unit and that what we're doing by taking on the Torah is accepting it as a link between us and Hashem and accepting the fact that Hashem has given us this this awesome responsibility of being the bearers of the Torah in the world. If the Torah is what he uh, chose to be his means of communication between him and humankind... Uh, to get the world to get to the place where it's supposed to go, then that's a tremendous responsibility. And as we'll see later, the, the, the whole world uh, was created for this purpose. So how can we possibly pick and choose which parts of it make sense to us and, and leave off the things that don't make sense to us when uh, this is Hashem's wisdom transmitted us to us directly? So once we accept that it's from Hashem, and once we accept that it is a, uh, a mission that, that basically created the Jewish people for this purpose, then how could it be that we not accept it as one unit? So we'll be talking about this later in the discussion, but this is a major part of uh, the Maharal's approach, is to say that this is something that is extremely uh, a unified approach, and it's indeed the, the entire order of, uh, of, of the world and of, uh, of mankind, and uh, certainly the place where the Yidin will uh, reach their talkless, their their ultimate uh, ultimate purpose. And then we we're totally dependent on the Torah, yeah. because the Torah is the way that Hashem communicates to us. That He's communicated to us originally, and He continues to communicate to us in every generation and in every person, every day of His life. Every time we learn a piece of Torah, it's telling us you know what to do. So this is where we're getting our instructions from. And if we really understand that this is a day-by-day thing. I mean, uh, I've, I've had, uh, you know, different people experience Hashkakopatz in different ways. The main way that I would say I see Hashem's involvement in, in my life on a day-to-day basis is in my learning because I see so many juxtapositions and, and, and combinations and the way, you know, something I'm learning and then the same day or the next day I'll find something on the same pusik that, you know, takes me in another direction and goes deeper or whatever and it's, it's like, a, it's, a, it's constant give and take. It's like, I really feel like it's, it's like you know, it's, there's there's a real a real um, challenge response type of relationship going on here. That that Hashem is directly in, uh, inputting you know stuff 
So and I, I felt it always, and just you know, take a, a, a safer take it out of you know off the off the the, the shelf, and that's specifically the the idea that I wanted to you know that I wanted to explore or something like that. I mean, all the time. So it's it's a question of this this personal uh, relationship with the Torah, where the Torah is Mama speaking to you, and Hashem is obviously speaking speaking through the Torah. That's that's what it's there for. Okay, so. Um, too many minutes later. Okay, so um, so this idea of these mismidakim. So it says, So really, the Torah is is supporting the entire world. This is not just us as Yidden. The Torah is not just written for us. The Torah was the blueprint for the world as a whole. So therefore, the, the Torah is, is something that we've been given access to and, and a, a very personal connection to. And also with certain mitzvahs that are, only, that are specifically for us. But it's really giving chayas and, and uh, meaning and, and direction to the world as a whole. So, so he says... So in other words, if it's really supporting the world as a whole, then how could it not support each of us as individuals? Mm-hmm. We're just this small type of tiny, tiny microcosm compared to this huge macrocosm cosm of all. And we're talking about the world. We're not talking about the vis- just about the visible world. We're talking about all the oilimists. We're talking about all the spiritual worlds as well and the whole structure of, all, all of, of, of the entire cosmos, the kind of universe, all, all of these different dimensions. So it's, it's, it's the everything. And at the same time, it has this specific individual uh, connection to each one of us. It also means that if there aren't Jews following the Torah, the, the world would collapse. Yeah, for sure. Now we're talking about the Sadiq and all that. Okay, so he says, going on, so he says, Call my besivan. So he says, not only that, it was like the entire, even though the, 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 the Torah was a blueprint for creating the world to begin with, it was also, it, the whole, he says, the whole world was waiting. It was like, it was, it was uh, hanging uh, in, in limbo, waiting for the sixth of, of Sivan to happen when Hashem would give us the Torah on Har Sinai. Har Sinai was, was such a cataclysmic event in the history of the world that this was the time that the Torah was revealed to a specific nation that was going to carry it out. Mm. And it was it was it was it went now from beyond the point of just being a blueprint or just being something that was followed by a very select few uh, individuals that were you know that, uh, that just knew it by osmosis or however they got it, um, as opposed to uh, you know a nation which has now taken this on to be their mission in in, in history to be the, the the bearers of the Torah and the ones that are going to really carry it out the poil. So that was like a, a tremendous tremendous event when that finally happened. And what happens is in, in and that's why Hashem said that if you don't accept it, He's going to He's going to return the Torah, the, the, the whole world, to Torah void. He's going to like undo the whole creation because the whole creation was just for the sake of this that the Yiddish should take on the Torah. Because without the Torah, the, the whole the whole creation has no has no meaning and has no tachlis. It's not going to it's not going to go where it's supposed to go because there's nobody there's nobody to follow it. So. Okay, so He says. So that's how, and so that's what's sustaining the world. That's giving the direction to the world. That's what's pushing the world in the right direction, the way it's supposed to go. And it's giving certainly a tacos for the Jewish people. What we're supposed to be doing. Um, okay. So then he goes to the next step, which is to say that the Torah itself is the seder of the world and the seder of the odom. 
So this is a, a very basic uh, principle, it's a belief in itself, that the, oil, that the world has a Seder, because that everything is ordered in a very specific order. It's, it's not, again, Hefker, it's not uh, disjointed, it's not even in a state of um, disarray, you know, Hefker or whatever. It's something that, that really is, does have a sta- stability to it. It has an order, it has a design, it has, a, 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 again, a reason for being someplace where it's going, it's on, it's, it's on the way to completion. It's, it's, it's it, uh, this concept of Tikkun, that there's, there's this process going on behind the scenes all the time. Um, this is one of the things that, the, the, again, the lesson brings out, this is the concept of, of when we say in, in, in Shemona Esrei, the, the, the reason why when we say Mechai Emesim is in the present, not, not just in the future. And we say Goyal Yisrael, not just Yigal Yisrael. Mm-hmm. We say that this, uh, the idea of the, of the Geula and the Tchisamesim is talking about a Tikkun which has to take place where all the Nitzitzis are, are redeemed and, 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 and you know, uh, released from their, uh, their being trapped or whatever. And this is going on all the time, in all aspects of creation, not just not just in terms of the shamas. It's talking about everything. Everything is constantly going through this this process of of, of uh, aliyah, of of, um, of elevation and uh, and redemption. So the the Torah itself is the seder of everything, and it's impossible without it. Um, and therefore, man itse- himself and the Jews specifically are the ones that have to that it's 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 incumbent upon them to keep this seder and to to to, to guard this seder and to 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 implement the, this plan so that that seder is preserved and and enforced and uh, you know uh, and um, what's the word uh, implemented. So that's that's the seder of existence itself, um, and there's another aspect is that through the Torah itself, everything is is combined. It's all connected. So that there's 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 a connection between every element within creation with every other element, and we again, this is our our uh, purpose is to make sure that connection exists and that it continues to be that, 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 uh, that everything is, is interrelating each element with every other element and again we're the ones that, 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 are, that are implementing that this, this whole idea is that basically just to kind of bring it together uh, so we have very little of this but the point is that there is a dependence there, or an interdependence, let's say, between Hashem and man, specifically the Jewish people, of, of doing this together. It's, it's, Hashem is depending on us to do this with him because he, we, because the whole idea is that the mitzvahs are something that have to, do, have to be done by Yidin. If there's no Yidin to do the mitzvahs, then the Torah is, is battle. There's nobody, there's nobody to, to the, the Torah is not just a bunch of information that's just out there or, or just a bunch of history or something like that. It is instructions. You know, if somebody has to be doing this, and the whole the whole world, as we just explained, the entire world and the whole creation is depending on us to come through and to actually implement the Torah that that has been given. So it's not something that can be just you know say, well, you know, we're the Jewish people and we have this book, you know, and and sometimes once in a while we get curious, we look and see what's in, what's in the book, you know. This like this is this is our instructions. This is our marching orders. This is our our you know day to day activity, you know. 
this is something to be involved with all the time because we're the ones that are, Hashem is, is, is depending on to do the work that has to get done. So, uh, in fact, the Asher says that all the other, the worlds, the upper worlds, the angels and the galaxies all depend on us to do it. In other words, they, they, mm-hmm. they exactly. rely they're, on us. They're relying on us and Hashem is relying on us. So it's, uh, it's a responsibility. Yeah.